advocate. Jesus is our advocate in heaven while the Holy Spirit is our advocate on the earth. Because when He prays through you, He fights your cause. Am I speaking to somebody? Hallelujah. The, the, imagine how powerful this is that Jesus says, my Father loves Him so much that I will ask my Father to send Him to you. Let me tell you how much God loves Him. Jesus says, if you sin against me, I will forgive you. When you sin against the Holy Spirit, it will never be forgiven you. You can beg God for mercy. And let me just quickly tell you, when you have sinned against the Holy Spirit, you would not even ask God for forgiveness because it's impossible to ask God forgiveness if you have sinned against the Holy Spirit. Because no man would ever come out of his own and say, forgive me. You have somebody in you. Oh, come on. You have somebody in you that witnesses with you. Am I speaking to the right crowd? In John 14, it says, If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and He will give you another helper, say another, that He may abide with you forever. The Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees Him nor knows Him, but you know Him, for He dwells with you, and He will be within you. And then Jesus makes a promise that he says that he will not leave us as orphans, he will, come, he will come to us. And then verse 26 says, this is John 14, 26. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to remembrance all things that I said to you. I love this. He says he will lead you into all truth. He will bring stuff into remembrance. He's the one who brings revelation. I believe in importation, but let me quickly tell you, there's nothing like receiving importation from the Holy Spirit directly. Spending time with Him. Power does not come because you say something. Power comes as a result of your relationship with the Holy Spirit. Is somebody listening to me? That's when power comes. Power comes because of a relationship with the Holy Spirit. No relationship, no power. You are only as powerful as your prayer life. You know what people think? People think that it's fine to speak to Jesus. It's fine to speak to the Father. But when it comes to the Holy Spirit, we allow, we, we'll just let Jesus do the talking. Well, the Holy Spirit is a helper on the earth right now. Without the Holy Spirit, it's impossible to worship Jesus. We worship Jesus because the Holy Spirit makes Him so real to our lives. Is somebody listening to me? Shout Holy Spirit. One more time. So John 14 is very clear on this. He says that I will pray and I will ask the Father and He will give you another helper. Now, the Father loves Him so much that the Bible says that Jesus will ask the Father to send Him. Imagine this. God sent Jesus, God the Father sent Jesus willingly. But He says, hang on, when it comes to my spirit, I'll have to ask the Father let me say this again God sent Jesus like this when Jesus when God the Father saw you and he saw Jesus he chose you but when it comes to the Holy Spirit Jesus says hang on this is now a different realm I'll have to ask him to send him Matthew says the following they say Jesus casted out demons with the help of demons this is what the Bible says. Then Jesus stepped back and he says, All sin will be forgiven man. If you sin against me, I will forgive you. But whoever sins against the Holy Spirit shall never be forgiven. 
What does it mean to sin against the Holy Spirit? To say the power of God is those of devils. When you see people fall over and say, that's a demon. You've sinned against the Spirit of God. I heard people say, well, he's praying demons into people. Do you know what you just did? You spoke against the Spirit of God. You did not grieve Him. You sinned against Him. Let me just quickly say this to you. There's not one scripture in the Bible that you will find that when Jesus approached demons that they cried out and said he's a devil. Not one demon said he's a devil. Demons cried out, this is the son of God. While the Pharisee says he's a devil. In other words, demons won't even say what some Christians are saying. Demons recognizes authority. They recognize power. While Christians is as blind as bats. We don't want to recognize the power of God. While demons says that you come to, to punish us before our time. Yes, yes, Christians says this is not God. Oh, there's no such scripture as falling over. If you don't understand things of the Spirit, please, I beg you, never speak against Him. Never speak against the Spirit. You can speak against... Speak against your government. Speak against the next iPhone that's coming out. But never touch, never touch the spirit of truth. He's so precious that Jesus says, and I believe the reason why Jesus said, I'll ask my father first, is because he's so precious. He's so precious. Paul taught us about the Holy Spirit. He gave us further instruction when it comes to the Holy Spirit. And I want to show you this in the scripture. Come on, I'm going to get deep tonight. Are you ready for the word of God? I'm going to go back to to that one again. But the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 4 and 1 Thessalonians, I want to speak to you about 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 first. Paul says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 19, do not quench the spirit. Do you know what the word quench means? Do not extinguish him. In other words, here's a fire burning. I take an extinguisher. I kill the fire. Okay, look at me quickly. To extinguish means to kill the fire. To stop the flow. Paul makes an instruction. He says, do not quench the Holy Spirit. In other words, stop being a firefighter. Stop fighting the fire. Many times you pray for people, they stand like this. No way, I'm falling. It's not about the fall, listen. It's about the yielding. It's about the surrendering. Hallelujah. I'm going to say some stuff that you might not like tonight, but this is the truth. I said, this is the truth. Every time the Holy Spirit is working in a place, you will never find an emphasis on any man. The only man that will receive emphasis is Jesus Christ. This is why I tell everybody, I know that you honor the anointing on my life, but I am not your papa. Ek betal nie onderhoud nie, broer. My God, I feel the power of God so strong. I'm not your papa. I'm your pastor. I am your evangelist. I'm the man of God. But my, my job is to put an emphasis on Jesus. 
not on myself, not on my office, not on my authority, not on my anointing, but the higher one, the one whose sandal strap I'm not worthy, and his name is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And the job of the Holy Spirit is to make Jesus real. This is why Jesus is real in this place. Hallelujah. So scripture teaches us, Paul says, when it comes to the Holy Spirit, stop quenching Him. In other words, stop stopping the work of God. Stop fighting the fire. Religion stops the fire of the Spirit. Let me say that again. When the Holy Spirit, by the way, takes hold of a man's life, everything is different. My goodness, people, everything is different. Your friends, your circle changes. Your authority changes. Your life changes. Come on. Your wants and your needs changes. Everything changes when the Holy Spirit takes a grip of your life. The Bible says when the Spirit of God comes over you, He will change you into another man. He will change you into another being. In other words, whatever is impossible in the natural, He makes, he makes possible in the supernatural. When He comes upon you, He changes you into another man. Let me quickly tell you which man he, tell, he, he turns you into. He turns you into an extraordinary man. He turns you into a supernatural man. Come on, He turns you into a man and a woman of faith. Am I speaking to the right crowd? We cannot do it without the Holy Spirit. I said this over and over again, I'm going to say it again. Maybe 21 times. And then you will get it. I'm an introvert. Shy. Court. And when I preach, I always ask God, don't let me see people's faces. Let me see the glory. Because when you see people's faces, I was in a lot of churches in my life. It seems like some old woman will say, go booty, go. And then there's a group that says... You get some guys that sleep. So when you see people's faces, you don't want to be there. God said to Moses, don't be afraid of their faces. Do you get me? I'm going to change their faces. So I was standing in a church, 5,000 people. As far as I can see, just people. I'm standing on the stage because this is a big church. I feel the fire of God on me. I preach up a storm. And God said to me, go down the stairs. And I'm walking down the stairs. And I stood in front of the church. And I said a, a sentence or so. And I was standing like this. And I, as I spoke, I felt the power of God. The Holy Spirit left me. Immediately I knew it. Suddenly I saw people's faces. Fear gripped my heart. My knees wobbled. I give you my word. I was hyperventilating. It's like, <sighs> I'm asking myself the question in my mind. Vessel, what are you doing here? Now I'm looking for an exit. I need to run. It's like, oh, the slick man. He will bedek me. Who knows what I'm talking about? And uh, as I felt like running, whew, the presence of God came back. And I heard him say, I heard him say, this is who you are without me. And then the scripture with the psalmist says, took new meaning to my heart. Cause me not away from thy presence. Do not take the Holy Spirit from me. Cause me not away from thy presence. And do not take the Holy Spirit from me. You know, there's another one that God that just gets me. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 30. It says, My God, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. You know what the word grieve means? Do not bring intense sorrow 
the Holy Spirit. The one translation reads this. And do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. My God. Imagine this. You know, if you see him as a dove, you won't see the picture. If you see him as an atmosphere, you won't see the picture. If you know him like I know him as a man, as a person, he changes everything. Imagine the Holy Spirit. So broken. So grieved. Because of the way a Christian lives their life let me just quickly explain to you can I have one of those gloves please the Holy Spirit is everywhere at once he's in China he's in Japan he's in America he's here right now so with my life when he's with me he's also with her but say for instance she lives the life of this world he's grieved with her so when he's with her his heart is broken He's grieved because of the way she lives. But yet while he's grieved with her, he's pleased with me. He's so personal, people of God. That got my attention. That when the psalmist says, cast me not away from thy presence, do, uh, and do not take the Holy Spirit from me. And then the translation reads this in Ephesians 4. And do not bring sorrow. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit. And do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. In other words, we bring sorrow to the Spirit of God according to we, how we conduct our lives. That got me. Imagine the Spirit of God grieved, hurt because of my lifestyle. This is why a lot of people don't sense Him. They've grieved the Spirit of God so much with unbelief, with filthy lifestyles, walking around in sin and iniquity and never worried about what the Spirit of God feels and says. Let me just say this again. You might be alone in that room. Your wife might be asleep in bed. But the Spirit of God watches you. you your husband maybe is not with you at your workplace. But the Spirit of God is there. Knowing exactly what you do. Knowing exactly what you said. This is why we cannot sit on the fence and say one foot in the world and one foot for God. Because there's the Spirit of truth whom we hurt and we break His heart continuously. Church is that where we recognize him as a person. A real person. Say with me, real person. I want to take this all together quickly. Paul says that you shouldn't grieve him. Don't hurt him through your lifestyle. So what is he actually saying? Change your lifestyle. Change your lifestyle. Do you know that the Bible says whatever you do which is not of faith is sin? Anything that you do, if it's not faith, it's sin. Sin separates us from God. You can tell me, well, Jesus came to repair that. If you know Jesus and you stay in sin, you, you destroy your relationship with God. Can I say that? It's a fact. So Paul came to the church. He says, stop doing that. Stop hurting him through your lifestyle. Then he says, do not quench him. Do not extinguish him. In other words, when your pastor says, pray, pray. Don't say, well, not tonight. You know, I've had a long day. The Holy Spirit did not have a long day. In his dimension, time is not of the essence. Then I want to continue going back to this. That Jesus says, whatsoever you say against him, he will forgive you. But the minute you sin against God's Spirit, 
Basically, what, we, what people are saying is the Spirit of God is filthy. He's sinful. This is why the Lord says every time you take the, word of, the work of God and you ascribe it to those of demons, you have sinned against the Holy Spirit and it will never be forgiven you. So basically, how do I know if I've sinned against Him? How do I know if I, re- if I did that sin that can never be forgiven? You would not have been here tonight if you have sinned against the Holy Spirit. Okay, maybe you hear me that side. You would have not been here tonight if you have sinned against the Holy Spirit. Because suddenly your desire to serve God will be dead. Come on somebody. You, you would live like the world lives because there's no person, no more, that reminds you of your righteousness. Come on, am I speaking to the right crowd? I know that the devil is, is trying to attack so many Christians by allowing them to believe that they have sinned against the Holy Spirit. But we are here tonight because the Holy Spirit moved us to be here tonight. Come on. He's the one that speaks to you. And, and, and this is why this preacher want to beg you. If you don't understand something in the Spirit, never speak against it. If you hear somebody laugh in church and you don't know what's happening, never put your hand against it. Never. Never touch it. Never touch it. But there's a wise people laughing in church. The Bible says where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. He says in His presence, there's fullness of joy. At His right hand, there's places forevermore. God gives you, He takes the, the Spirit of heaviness, He removes it, and He gives you the garment of joy. Hallelujah. Or the garment of praise for the Spirit of heaviness. Am I speaking to the crowd? Stop quenching Him. Stop killing the move of God. You know, some of the biggest fights, sits in the pews they fight the fire they fight the fire you know the for the front row don't take offense but your front row is the most important people in the whole service if they can sit in unbelief they can fight the fire or they can be the ones that receives and poof, right to the back everybody receives that Second Corinthians chapter 13. I want to read the last portion that says, And may the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. May the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. The word communion means kanonia. You can write down kanonia. Kanonia means to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. It means to participate with the Holy Spirit. It means to contribute with the Holy Spirit. It means, and this is powerful, sorry, this gets me again, an intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit. Just think for a minute, who are we? The Bible says He's so big in splendor and in glory that the heavens can't contain Him. Yet He makes Himself so small to dwell with me and you. How precious. How precious. What you feel right now is not just emotion. Do you know what happens? It is a person. I don't care how many people call me nuts. You can never speak on the Holy Spirit and honor Him without Him Himself showing up in a building. Paul teaches us to yield to Him. To yield our members to Him. To surrender ourselves to Him. You know what you do? You heal until your flesh is dead. That's when the Holy Spirit takes over. He said, what do you mean? So I worship until this no longer lives. 
I don't get tired no more. I don't worry what people around me think. It's no longer I live, I'm dead. It's there we receive the revelation. It's there where the Holy Spirit takes what you worship and He makes it acceptable in the presence of God. It's right there where your life becomes a sweet-smelling aroma in the presence of God. It's right there where fire comes down. The Bible says in the Old Testament, every time a, a, a sacrifice has been placed on the altar, when God received it, what happened? Fire consumed it. That's the job of the Holy Spirit, to take our lives and to make it a living sacrifice. Romans chapter 12, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, to obtain yourselves a living sacrifice. It means your body. Come on, your flesh, your life is a living sacrifice unto the Lord. And when it's a living sacrifice, the power of God comes. You want a deeper walk of God, you're going to have to say goodbye to some of the stuff in this world. You know what's shocking to me is that demons will never utter what Christians are saying. Demons will never utter, let me just say it as it is, demons will never utter what Afrikaans people are saying. My biggest attacks come from Afrikaans. Nothing, nobody around the world ever attacks me, not even the ungodly. I get Muslims that goes onto my Facebook page that says, wow, look at their God. Then I have Christians, Afrikaans, young guys that will say, look at this devil. That's not God, that's, that's Satan. You know how many people I have to block, 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 block. I say to the one guy, I said, please, get a job. You're 40 years old, sitting in your mother's basement, criticizing every... There's a guy on, on YouTube, my God, I get so angry when I think about this. He sits and criticizes every preacher. He sits like this. He's crooked. And that's why he's crooked. It's because he cannot keep his mouth shut against God's elect. A guy told me, he said to me on Facebook, you can't, you can't cast out the devil to rebuke him. Not even Michael had the authority. I said, Michael, let me tell you about Michael. Michael is underneath us who are heirs of salvation. Jesus did not say to Michael, I give you the keys to the kingdom. He said that to me and he said that to you. I give you the keys to the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Hallelujah. Jesus did not say to Michael, you shall lay your hands on the sick and they will be recovered. He said that to the church. You shall lay your hand. No angel can say, I have the Holy Spirit living on the inside. We can say that. Come on, this is not just emotion. We have the Spirit of God living on the inside of us, making us powerful human beings. Hallelujah! Everybody's is waiting for a superhero. Give me Batman, give me Spider-Man. I want the Holy Ghost man. When the Holy Ghost man shows up to the sea, my God, God shall move in power. Whoa! Because where the Spirit of God is, the Bible says that when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Holy Ghost will raise up a standard against him. This means I don't need Superman. I need to call upon the name of the Lord and I shall be saved. I am not your ordinary preacher. I cannot stand behind the pulpit like this. I said, we're going to preach today. I tried. I promised my camera men before. I'll stand still today. Until the fire of God hits you. Until the spirit comes alive in your heart. Let me quickly tell you people what happens when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Your lungs 
is no longer your lungs. It becomes His lungs. The blood that flows through your body is not what keeps you alive. It's the anointing of the Holy Ghost that keeps you alive. Where's those people of the same spirit that I'm speaking to you about? When the Holy Ghost comes upon you, He changes you into another man. You become a weapon of mass destruction for the kingdom of darkness. Come on, for greater is He that is in you than he that is in this world. Satan hates men and women of God that has been anointed by the Spirit of God. Because we cast out demons, we raise the dead, we cleanse the lepers. It's impossible to know the Holy Spirit and not believe the full word of God. Hallelujah. When He takes control of your life, your mind is His mind. Come on, your ears is His ears. Your eyes becomes His eyes. You don't care what people think no more. Come on, suddenly He takes grip of your life. Bam! I can tell you the very second the Holy Spirit takes control of my body in every service. I can tell you exact same minute where the Spirit of faith comes upon me. When the, when the office comes and I step into the office, the exact minute. Why? Because that's the minute the flesh died. That's the minute it's no longer we that live. The Holy Spirit, write this down, the Holy Spirit works and moves where the absent of man is. When man is dead, there's power here. Elisha was dead, laying in a grave, bones. The Bible says they went to bury a guy that in the same tomb as Elisha many years ago. Many years after Elisha died. And there came, a, there came, there came a, a crowd running through the streets. These guys got a fright of their lives. And they said, there's no time for funeral. Let's take him and throw him in. They threw this guy in. He touched the bones of Elisha. This guy jumped to his feet. Oh, yes. The anointing comes. When you're dead. Elisha was dead, dead. A dead man touched his bones. Now let me just say this. Imagine if a dead man, which is bones, carries the anointing. Let me tell you something about the anointing. It can never get old. You can listen to me preach 20 years from now. Go on to YouTube, listen to me preach. You'll feel the anointing. It never gets old. The anointing is never given to die with a man. Too many great men of God die alone with anybody, without anybody, stepping in and saying, Lord, I'm partaking of this anointing. Let me quickly tell this to you. This, this, is, this is the truth. I don't know how I'm going to get through this night. I feel the power of God. But the double portion doesn't come because you sit under somebody's ministry. The double portion comes through spending time, environment, influence, serving, observing. Did somebody get me? Honor the anointing. It took Elisha 13 years with Elijah before he received the double portion. Do you understand this? Imagine twice the anointing that Elijah carried went to the tomb with Elisha. And nobody wanted to snatch that anointing. Dead men had to snatch it up. Stood to their feet. 
God is redugging wells in this hour. Redugging wells in this hour. I believe the anointing of Catherine Kuhlman, Amy Semple McPherson, Maria Wood of Etta, Smith Wigglesworth, Jack Coe, A.A. Allen, R.W. Shambach, all those anointings coming together in this final hour. And God will move sovereignly in places like never before. Is someone listening to me? Tonight's different. Can you feel the Holy Spirit tugging on your heart? You feel the Spirit of God tugging on your heart. Do you know what I try to do tonight? I try to reveal the person to you. Because that's what he is. He's a person. Dylan tells me, my son tells me. He says, Dad, I know it sounds crazy. This is why I tell it to you. He says, when I make coffee, I make two cups. When I get into the car, I open the door. I said, Holy Spirit, you are welcome. I close the door. I, sit in my, I get back into my seat. He says, whatever I do, I always, he says, the one I just sat, and I say, he said, suddenly he jumped up, he said, give me, Lord, it's your seat. Why did you do that? Because I teach them. He's a person. And when you treat him like a person, suddenly the presence of the person, the Holy Spirit is not an atmosphere, he's an atmosphere changer. He's not a fire, he brings the fire. According to the word of God, he was from the beginning of time, busy with creation. He breathed upon the face of the deep and he brought everything back to life. Listen to me quickly. Tonight he's going to bring stuff back to life in your life. There's a lot of you that you want to have a funeral. You want to bury stuff. Don't bury it as yet. It's not dead, it's sleeping. I said it's not dead, it is sleeping. I'm here telling that thing, it's time to let arise in the name of Jesus. Come on, arise in the name of Jesus. They dreams, you're not burying that dreams. You said, Vessel, I'm 40 years old, it, it did not happen. Listen, your heart is still beating. There's still breath in your lungs. It is not over until God says it's over. The Holy Spirit does a quick work tonight in your life. I said, tonight in your life. I'm finishing with this. The Bible says that... Peter and the rest of the disciples were untrained men, untrained. They spoke with boldness. Why did they speak with boldness? Because of the Holy Spirit's impact upon their lives. They spoke the word of God with boldness. You know what? I'm sick and tired of Christians that don't have anything to produce. Peter said to the man at the gate, beautiful, I cannot give you what I, what I have. I can only give you what I have. I can't give you what I don't have. He wanted silver and gold. Peter said, no, 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 no. I brought you something better. Silver and gold I do not have. But what I have I give unto you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Rise and be healed. And from that moment onwards the man jumped up and he leaped under the power of God. Why? Because Peter had an encounter with the Holy Spirit. Power comes from encounter people. Not one. Not two. If you study the word where he says be filled with the spirit if you study the the hebrew language it means to be continuously filled continuously filled with the spirit not a one great sunday and then you run off to the next and off to the next and off to the next let me tell you something and then i'm done i promise you the reason why i believe a lot of people don't understand and see the power of god 
is because they run from here to here to here to here to here to there, there. never rooted never get rooted in the truth and I'll, I'll be the preacher to say that if your church is still closed why do you still call that your church let me say that if your pastor preaches like this get a new pastor he does not believe the truth of God's word the Bible says no pestilence shall come near thee. I believe that. They said, what about the COVID? I prayed for people with COVID. When the COVID struck, we prayed for them. Did you get COVID? No. I don't believe in COVID. I believe in the word of God. Vessel, do you deny that people are dying of COVID? Let me just quickly tell you. I know exactly what's going on in the world. I'm not stupid. I have a little bit more than two brain cells. This is nothing to do with a virus. This is, this is to do with the Antichrist, the mark of the beast that's about to come in. This is about Jesus Christ returning and the world thinks, the enemies of God thinks they will be able to stop the church. They will never be able to stop the church of Jesus Christ. Let me quickly say this to you. Can I quickly tell you? They killed the wrong one. When they killed Jesus Christ, they did not know who they crucified. They said... If we knew who we crucified, we would have never crucified the Lord of hosts. Listen to me. He's no longer dead. He rose from the dead. He gave us the power with the victory. He gave us the answer. He gave us the authority. Hallelujah. And that authority came in a, in a person, the Holy Ghost, who equips the church. So many people that still don't believe Jesus Christ is coming back. Everything is pointing back to the return of Christ. And this is why it's important to know the Spirit of God in this hour. I want you to do me a big favor. I want you to lift your hands. Can I have on the key? Uh, Yolandi, thank you, on the keyboard. Every hand lifted. Every eye closed. I want to say this again. As every eye is closed, Paul says, do not quench the Spirit. Never quench Him. Never fight Him. Never kill the flow of the Spirit. It's impossible to kill the Holy Spirit. You can never kill Him, but you can kill His presence. If I come to your house and you don't want me there, I'm not coming back. Same with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not a luxury. He's a necessity. Too many people think that the Holy Spirit is a hot tub only for a good time he's a river he's a river not a hot tub for comfortability he's not given to the church to massage the muscles it's given to the church to demonstrate to re-remind it to keep holy to give victory to give the power when Paul says, don't quench him, stop quenching him, why is the church world still quenching the Holy Spirit? Let us get back to basics. He says, don't grieve him. The translation says, don't hurt him, don't bruise him so much through the way that you live. Don't bruise him. Don't bring a deep hurting to his heart because of the way you live. Basil, how do I stop grieving him? 
How do I stop hurting him? Change your lifestyle. Simple tonight, you can just say to him, Holy Spirit, I want you to forgive me. I've been hurting you for so long. But people don't realize every time you take offense, you hurt him, you grieve him. Every time. Every time you hear the truth and you reject the truth, you are grieving the Spirit of God. When you live in unbelief, you grieve him. According to the Word of God, He's the one who makes decisions. He made the decisions for the church of Acts. The disciples said, the Holy Spirit said, and this is why we say, the Holy Spirit decided. We need the Holy Spirit, tangible touch. We need the canonia of the Holy Spirit to fellowship with Him. This means spending time with Him. The greatest way to spend time with Him is in worship. Because together you fellowship in worshiping Jesus. Ah, sharing together. Do you know that He loves you so much that He wants you to wake up in the morning and say, Holy Spirit, thank you that you watched over me last night. Where do you want me to go today? What do you want me to do today? Every single minute be reminded of Him. Remember the Spirit of God. Before you get angry, say, Holy Spirit, keep me righteous. Too many people think that when they sin, I'd rather not come back to God because He won't forgive me. The Holy Spirit is waiting there just for you to say sorry. And he takes it away from you as far as the east is from the west and He never thinks about it again. I want to tell you about this Holy Spirit. He's so gentle but yet so powerful. He takes a man and he turns him into another human being. This is why when it comes to the Holy Spirit, you don't need talent. It's not through talent. The Bible says it's not by might nor by power, but by my Spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Mothers, wives, it's time to lay your hands on those pillows and on those clothing and say holy spirit i thank you every time they put their heads on this pillow every time they put on this clove i declare that your spirit will touch them and convict them and bring them into the kingdom of god he's the paraclete the scripture says the spirit of god the spirit of truth the spirit of power the spirit of righteousness he's the spirit of holiness he's the breath of god the fire from heaven the power from from the godhead the atmosphere bringer the, the atmosphere destroyer he's the yoke destroyer the anointing giver he is the spirit of grace the living one come on the living spirit the spirit of power the ruach breath of god the paraclete the same one the from the same kind just a different one hallelujah the holy spirit the spirit that brings joy the spirit that that destroys yokes jesus says his father loves him so much he'll pray and he'll ask the father god gave jesus willingly but it took jesus to ask the father to send the helper when you experience the Holy Spirit, you are not just experiencing a person, but you are experiencing God's heart.
you are experiencing the very nature of the Father. The disciples said to Jesus, show us the Father, it will be enough. Jesus said, I have been with you so long, yet you ask, show us the Father. Whoever has seen me, seen the Father. What was Jesus meaning? He said, you want to know what the Father is like? I am He. I talk like Him. Because Jesus said, I can do nothing unless I see my Father do it first. He says, what I declare, I have first heard. So what Jesus said, you want to know what the Father is like? Look at me. Hear me speak. Hear me talk. That's exactly the Father. So many people say, show us Jesus, it will be enough. The Holy Spirit says, I have been with you so long. The Holy Spirit never says anything on His own accord. Whatever He hears, He speaks. You want to know Jesus, what He's like? Like the Holy Spirit. He's the one who makes Him real right now. Let me quickly say this to you, that the devil cannot come in like a flood. The Holy Spirit comes like a flood. He comes in like a flood to put a hedge of protection all around you. This speaks about the Holy Spirit is a protector. He's a creator. Man was dead when God created him and out of the dust of the earth he was still dead until the Holy Spirit breathed breath into his nostrils. He's a life giver. Tonight, hear me in the name of Jesus. Whoever touches him tonight, there will be a breaking in your favor. There will be a turnaround on your turnaround. <laughs> there will be a breakthrough on your breakthrough. There will be a miracle on your miracle. Close your eyes, please, people of God. Forget me, I'm not here. Every eye closed, every hand lifted to here. Quickly stand to your feet if you don't mind. Pray in the Spirit. You start to commune with Him. Come on. I believe many will feel the fire of God on their heads to the soles of their feet while they're standing. It will burn you so much that you won't be able just to stand. God will move you. God will move you. He will shake everything that can be shaken. Tonight we pray, shake this place together. I want you to understand the importance of praying in the Spirit. As they pray together, the place was shaken by the power of God. Come on, pray, people of God. Tonight God is going to baptize people with the Holy Spirit. Tonight, God's going to baptize people with fire. Tonight, God's going to touch His people with new authority. Come on, lift those voices all across this place. Come on. Three minutes. Pray loud. Come on, people of God. You're not supposed to be shy. Pray like they prayed in Acts. That the place shake by the power of God. Barabandi. Can we remove this quickly? There's a cloud of the glory of the Lord here in the front right now. Riba Bahanda Rabashi Bibahan. 
loko robo kitahle kibri mahashete vilto robo kala mahanda la masheta rabanda kora bahle kora mahandi khne pe bashokulu bo sikitili mahande rebahanda sheko come on heal to him don't quench him do not quench him do not quench him first for him long for him as the psalmist says my soul even faints for the courts of god my soul faints my soul my flesh longs for you the psalmist was speaking about a time of desert where spiritual life seems like it was in a desert he says in a dry and thirsty place where there was no water so i've searched for you in the sanctuary to see your power and your glory Oh God. <laughs> Don't hurt him. Don't hurt him. Front row, lift your hands. The fire of God is here. Come on, second, third, fourth, fifth. Lift those hands. Receive the power of God. Tonight it will be for intimate relationship. I believe tonight is not just to touch you with power, but to walk with you intimately that's what god wants to do for his people tonight he wants to touch you in such a way that you will walk intimately intimately Come, Holy Spirit. And come, Holy Spirit, I need thee. Oh, come, Holy Spirit, I pray. Come in thy strength and thy power. Come in your own gentle way. Come, Holy Spirit, I need thee. Oh, come, Holy Spirit, I pray. Come. In thy strength and thy power, come in thy own gentle way. Come, Holy Spirit, 
strength and thy power come in thine own gentle Jesus what a wonder you are you are so so pure and so kind you shine like a bright morning star Jesus what a wonder you Jesus, what a wonder you are, you are so gentle, so pure and so kind, you shine like a bright morning star Jesus what a wonder you are come breathe upon me breath of God breathe upon me spirit of the Lord as I lift my hands in surrender to your name, most high, I'm healed into your spirit. I'm walking in your love. Jesus, I adore your holy name. Take me to that place It's where I belong I long to be with you Take me to that place It's where I belong I long to be with you There's nothing I want more but to seek your face and to feel your embrace take me to that place take me to that place it's where I belong my heart longs to be with you Tonight, take me to that place. Holy Spirit is where I belong. My heart longs to be with you. There's nothing I want more. <sighs> People of God, quickly lift your hands with me. 
Do me a favor. I want you to join your hands with the person next to you. I want you to lift it to heaven. The Bible says in Acts, they were in one accord. As you take your neighbor's hand, you trust in God for your neighbor. You trust in God for the person next to you right now. To touch them with fire. Touch them with fresh anointing. Give them breakthrough. And I want you to pray for that neighbor like it's your own situation. So you stand in agreement. We stand in unity before God. The Bible says wherever there's unity, God releases the blessing. How lovely is it when brethren dwells together. Father, it is written in your word. As the church of Acts came together in one accord. And they prayed. That the place was shaken by the power of God. Our prayer is not just for a touch. We want to see this place shaken. Lift this roof tonight. Shake the foundations of this building. Let's just go up with the keyboard a little bit more. Sound. Come on. You pray now for the person next to you as, you as you hold hands. Father, I agree for my neighbor. I agree that the fire of the Holy Spirit shall touch them right now in the name of Jesus. We declare fresh oil now. Now, fresh oil, Lord. New wine from heaven in the name of Jesus. Breakthrough. Let it rain your abundance. Let it rain your glory. Shake this place, Lord. Shake my neighbor. Change their hearts. Come on, lift those voices and pray. Change my neighbor. Change their hearts. As you pray, come on, two minutes, the fire of God is going to hit this place. Nakaraba, shakaraba. A little bit more. Come on, let's go up. Let's go up with more volume on the keyboard. Manto Sokorobo. Come on, the power of God is going to hit. Rimashakurubo siete. Let your fire in Matthew 3 come down. Fire. Fire. Fire on them, Lord. Fire on my neighbor. The fire of the Holy Ghost on my neighbor. Fire of God on my neighbor. Now receive it. Receive it now. Whoa. Jesus. 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 Come on, you're going to pray fire. Lord, your fire. We agree, fresh fire tonight. Come on, one, two, three. Fire. 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 Fire on them, Lord. Fire my neighbor. Fire. Fire. Fire, Lord. The fire of the Holy Ghost. 
fire, fire upon them, Lord. Fire up the Holy Ghost. Come on, fire. Fire. Fire upon them, Lord. Fresh fire. Fire upon them. Fire, Lord. Manturobo shakarabanda. Fire of your spirit upon them. Oh, receive that fire. Fresh fire. I'm going to show you who the people that God's going to touch tonight. Put that woman there in the corner, both of them. Both of the women in the corners. Come on, everybody, don't stop praying. Come on, continue, continue. Continue to pray. Fire my neighbor. Bring her here. Bring the one in the blue. Behind you, Evan. That's right. Both of them. Both of them. Come. Lift your hands. The fire of God's on you. Continue praying for your neighbor. Let the fire touch my neighbor. Oh, fire upon them. Lift your hands, ladies. The power of God's here. Oh. There it goes. Receive it now. Woo. That's the fire of the Holy Spirit. Oh. Fire, Lord, fire upon my neighbor. Everything must revive. Bring all those ladies in the second row. From Berta, onward. Bring them here. Come on, the fire of God, Sonia. The women are open to receive. They're recipients of the fire of God. That's better now. Fire of God. Come on, lift your hands. The glory of the Lord is touching people. There's power here. There's power. There's power. Guys, quickly. Evan, quickly, quickly. The fire. Oh. Gee, there's power here. New fire, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Watch. Fire. woman fresh revelation of your fire Lord fire is not just fire there's a revelation to the fire of God oh my God Father come on pray come pray 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 just oh God come on I want to see the glory of God on you we are hungry for your fire those two ladies there in the corner, green and the white shirt, bring them. Fresh fire, Lord. Oh.
Uncle Denzel, lift your hands. The fire of God, Sonia. Uncle Denzel, the fire of God is all over him. <laughs> the fire of God. You will receive revelation of the fire. My God. Now, there it is. There it is. The fire of God. I'm asking you a revelation of the fire tonight. Revelation of the fire. It's coming to the hungry people. Marobo Shanta. You in your seats pray. If you don't know what's happening, don't say anything. Lest you sin against the Spirit. This is that. This is that. Come on, where's the hungry people? Makorobo Shaharamandi. It's something I can't, I can't explain this to you in words what I feel tonight. I see on the faces of people in the seats, I see the fire of God. In the seats, God is busy preparing your heart. The fire of God, the fire of the fire, the fire. Whoa. Let's just get him out of the camera. My God. <laughs> Come on, continue praying. Debbie, Debbie's daughter, bring her out. This girl here in the, in the white. Just put, give us more power there on the keyboard. Mando Shandaravanda. A revelation of your fire. There it falls. A fresh encounter. Fresh encounter. Fire of God. Jack, it's all over you. Lift your hands. The fire of God's touching her. From his head to the soles of his feet. Now. Oh. That's the fire of God. Not just a touch, a revelation of the fire, Lord. A revelation of your holiness. I pray for visions. Those experience the fire of God, let them experience visions. Visions, Lord. Visions. Akoroboshanda. I feel the holiness of the Lord here. The holiness of the Lord. This woman in the pink, just bring her closer. It's like God's cloud just covering this place. <laughs> Fresh touch. <laughs> Revelation of your holiness. Revelation of your holiness. Revelation of the fire of God. Let him see what Moses saw. Let him see what Moses saw. Let him see what Moses saw. Show us your glory. If you come to the front, that must be your prayer. Show me your glory.
Show me your glory. Show me what you, what you showed Moses. Do not quench him. Do not quench him. Show us your glory. Show us your glory. Show us your glory. Show us your glory. Barobo Shakaramanda. Rindachnindu Sokulubo. Show us your glory. Come on, church, pray. Show us your glory. Show us your glory. A revelation of His holiness. A revelation of His holiness. In the third row, the two ladies at at, at the end bring them. This is that which the prophet prophesied. Lift your hands, ladies. From the heads to the soles of the feet. <sighs> From innermost being. Let it flow like a river. God is baptizing people tonight of the Holy Spirit. Here, yeah, there's a tremendous glory. Oh. Worthy is the Lamb. asking you again Lord let him see visions tonight let him see what Moses saw let him see what Isaiah saw let him see what John saw let him experience what Joel said let him see the greater glory You know, as God is touching people, there's a deep work in the lives and the hearts of men. It's a deep work. Another wave of your fire. Another wave of that fire. Jack's wife, the five God honor. Oh, Baka Roko Shekhiri Bahanda. Oh, you are holy. Come on, hear the angels sing holy, holy. Oh, another wave of the fire of God. Your, your presence is heaven to us. 
fresh revelation of your holiness. <laughs> Power of God. <laughs> your word says you are close to those who crushed in spirit. Show me, Lord. This is for the hungry. This is for the thirsty. I can't explain in words what I feel here right now. The weight of the glory of the Lord. Tangible presence. There's a woman right there in the back in the gray. Right in the back, bring her here. Lord, let them experience a fresh revelation of the fire of God, the holiness of God, the depths of your heart. Like a river. You want to be baptized with the Holy Spirit, praying in tongues? Well, come run to the front. Lift your hands, let Him fill that river. Don't rush the people on the floor, let them experience God's glory. It's a deep work. You know the Bible says, Come all who's thirsty, those without money, come, come and drink. Those without money, come and eat. You have an opportunity to encounter the living God tonight. Don't let it go by. Don't let this moment pass you by.
Yeah. Yeah.